welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Hey there, welcome to episode 213 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast, How to Lose Weight and Love Your Life, formerly the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, if you've been listening for a long time, or if you go back and listen to some of the many previous episodes that I've recorded over the last years. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me, guys. We are talking about holidays. It is entering the holiday season. And no matter which holidays you celebrate, there is a lot of food and there is a lot of kind of tempting out of the ordinary treats and things around over the holiday season. And so I think it's really good to talk about how do you create a doable plan? Yes, that's not how do you create a perfect plan or a plan that you're not going to want to (laughs) follow. That's what we're talking about today is how do you create a doable plan, a plan that you're like, yeah, I could do that. That sounds manageable, where you actually build confidence in yourself when you make the plan. I think that's really, really important. And I'm going to teach you how to do it in today's episode. So at the time of recording this, this previous week, I've been offering small group sessions about how to feel more in control around holiday goodies all week. And they've been really fun. Sorry to give you FOMO, but if when you're listening to this, they're gone. If you didn't get to come to one, you kind of missed the opportunity. I just offered them over the course of the week to give you guys all a bit of a boost in how you are approaching your holidays. And you know what? They're a lot of fun. And I really like doing this small group format. So if you're on my email list and you get my emails, you'll see that over the past three months or so, sometimes I send out emails offering a free small group format training. If you see those, make sure you jump on them because what that is, is you and me and just a handful of other physicians sitting in the same room talking and you get a lot more direct help and it can be a lot more interactive rather than just like didactic lecture type format. And so I really like them and I'll be offering them more in the future. So keep your eyes open and remember that they're a special opportunity where you get to actually get much more direct help from me rather than just like me teaching. I think the bigger ones I offer where it's me teaching, I try to make those as helpful as possible too. So come to those too, of course, come to all the free stuff I offer. I offer a lot of it, but these ones are a little special. So mark them in your mind. And one of the things we talked about in those small group sessions is about holiday planning. That's why I figured I would do this podcast episode for you guys, for everybody that wasn't able to come to one of those small group sessions. I'll give you a piece of it right here, right now. 
Lucky you. It is a Saturday morning when I'm recording this. I am getting ready to go for a conference that's going to, I'll be gone all next week. And I just kind of chuckle at myself because man, we as physicians like to go away. There's so much work that we have to do, right? Like, so I'm up early this morning recording some podcasts to get ahead. So I don't have to be worrying about recording podcasts when I'm in a hotel room. And then at some point I have to go to my office, right? Classic extra office time, clear off forms and paperwork that I just haven't gotten to over the last couple of weeks. It's like, we have to like work to earn our time off. And I haven't totally figured out an answer for it, except maybe if I planned better and thought more than a few days in advance. And I thought a couple of weeks in advance, I could probably spread it out. Maybe that's what I'm going to work on coming up. If you have tips that make it so that you don't have to like do a bunch of extra work before you go away, let me know. I'd love to hear them. I should get Sarah Smith on the podcast again to talk about that. <laughs> She's the charting coach if you haven't met her. Okay. What we're going to talk about is first, like, where do we go wrong? Because I know as soon as I start about talking about planning and weight loss, for a lot of you, your shoulders might crunch up a little bit. You might be like, like the idea of planning weight loss often creates a little bit of dread in us. And that's just because we do it wrong. We've been taught to do it wrong. We've been taught to plan at the expense of ourselves. And so we make plans we don't actually want to follow. And then we try to force ourselves to follow them. And when we are not successful following the crappy plan that we made for ourselves, and I say crappy, meaning not very nice plan we made for ourselves, then we shame ourselves because we didn't follow the plan. It doesn't work. Let's plan better, create plans that are kinder, but still effective. And then any dread you have about planning will start to get better. I promise you. So don't resist planning for the holidays just because you think it's going to mean you don't get to eat any of the good stuff. You're going to see that we're going to include all that in this plan. This is a doable plan. You get to decide what you want your holidays to look like. Okay, so let's talk about how to create the doable plan. Number one, I want you to just think a moment and say, what is it that I actually want over the holiday season this year? When I'm making this plan, am I planning because I want to lose weight? through the month of December? Or am I wanting to maintain my weight? Am I wanting to not even think about weight? Any option is correct. But before we create a plan, we want to know what we're creating the plan for. So think through and be like, what is it that I want this December to look like? What is it that I want? Once you kind of have your overall goal in mind, that's going to help you inform how you lay things out. So number two, look ahead at what events you have. Now, what I would suggest you doing is actually pulling out a blank month calendar and writing them down. I think having a visual of how many events there actually are, how many special meals, how many office work type parties, how many friend social circle parties, how many celebrations might be. There's all these different things. Lay it out on blank calendar so you can visually see how much of the calendar is taken up by special events and opportunities to eat. And, you know, if there's other things that you want to mark on there of just maybe not an isolated event, but just an environment where food shows up, like the break room at the office or the doctor's lounge at the hospital, often treats start showing up there through the holidays. 
you might want to just kind of mark it just so that you know that you're going to be exposed to different food on those days. We want to plan. We want to try not to be surprised by the extra food that's around because it's not a surprise. (laughs) We know it's going to be there. Okay, number three, what you want to do is you want to look at what events and what foods do you really want to enjoy? So this is thinking about, okay, this particular food, like that cookie that my mom makes or that type of pie that we eat at that holiday dinner or, you know, that thing that my friend makes or the dinner my friend invites us to every year, whatever it is that you're like, I really just want to go and enjoy, or I really want to just eat that food and enjoy because it's part of my memories as part of tradition. Mark those, decide what those ones are, the ones that actually mean something to you. Because here's the thing, it's really easy for our brains to label everything over the holidays as special, just because it's got some holiday glitter put onto it. (laughs) But it's not actually all special. And when you really step back, there are probably pieces of it where you're like, yes, I want to eat that and I want to really enjoy it. And then there's going to be other pieces where you're like, man, you know what? I'm okay if I don't have that this year, or if I only have a little piece, or if I only have that on a certain day. There's lots of different ways you can play this, but first decide the ones that truly are important to you. Now, those are the foods you're going to, when you eat them, you are going to give yourself full permission to really eat them and really enjoy them and really be present and focus and enjoy them. Think about the events that you might want to go to and eat stuff you don't normally eat. Or, you know, maybe there's an event on your calendar where you want to go and you don't even want to think about what you're eating. You just want to eat whatever's there. Totally fine. You as an adult are allowed to make any plan you want about your eating. But again, think of those ones in advance. All of the events don't have to be that, but there may be some that you want to kind of label as that. So choose those events and decide, you know what, I'm just going to not worry about what I'm eating that particular day at that particular event. I'm just going to really enjoy the event and then get back to my normal the next day. Then number four, that was number three. Number four is decide which events you want to focus on more healthy eating. So there's going to be some events on your calendar that probably don't mean that much to you or events where you look at them and you can see that it'll be easier for you to eat healthy at them. Like maybe it's a particular friend that, you know, she always creates lots of vegetables. And so it's an easy plan to be like, I'm going to really enjoy that meal, but I'm going to focus on the vegetables that she makes. It's just a random, random made up example, but thinking through, okay, what are these events that I actually want to focus on my healthy eating? And I want to focus on feeling in really enjoying the event, but feeling in control. And maybe during the event, focusing more on the social stuff that's happening and less on the food. Number five, decide which holiday foods you're going to be okay, either just not eating or really limiting. So, you know, maybe some of the food that shows up in the break room isn't actually good. So maybe you say to yourself, you know what, self, if I really want to eat some holiday cookies, I'm not eating the ones that show up in the break room that aren't very good, that maybe are a bit stale because they've been left out. I'm going to find some good ones if I really want to eat them. I'm going to do myself the honor of if I'm going to eat cookies, I'm going to make sure they're really good cookies. That's an option. 
So thinking, what are the ones that I may be tempted to eat just because they're there? But when I think about it, they're not that good. And I don't really want to spend, you know, time or energy getting back on track from eating food like that. That just isn't that good. Think through and kind of mark those ones down. And then number six is create a plan to celebrate in non-food ways. So when we think about why is it that food is so central through the holiday season, a lot of it is what we're hoping to get with the food. The food is there to bring people together. So we're looking for connection. It's there to celebrate. It's there to make things feel special. All of those feelings you can actually create depending on how you focus on the holiday events. You can design non-food ways to create connection with your family or your friends or other people that are important to you. You can design or focus on a mindset that creates celebration that doesn't need food to celebrate. There's all different things you can do, but again, it works better if you think ahead and you actually schedule some of this stuff in. If you want to relax, which I think is fantastic because As physicians, our schedules usually get really busy through December. If you want to relax, like schedule some nice stuff in for yourself, put it on your calendar and honor it as much as you honor anything else. Like, wouldn't it be fun if you finished listening to this podcast episode and, or even you paused it and you immediately phoned a spa or something nearby and you scheduled yourself in for something in like a few weeks, like you, so all of a sudden, like a few weeks later, you are looking at your calendar for the week and you're like, oh, I have a massage booked on Thursday. Thank you, previous self for caring for myself. Like that's celebration and that's, you know, excitement and making the month feel special, but it's not food focused. And, you know, you could ask yourself, what's going to offer me more benefit in making that month feel special, eating some extra cookies or little things like that, little gifts I give to myself. One month I, um, for my fellowship group, which are the physicians that are doing ongoing coaching with me. So they finished Thrive Academy and they keep working with me. One month we did a month of small gifts where you just each day you give yourself a little gift and it doesn't have to be a physical gift. It can be just you know today I'm going to pause and read that good novel for ten minutes when I wouldn't normally, or I'm going to massage my feet when I get home from work. You know, there's so many things you can do, but it's the idea of the mindset of like, how can I give myself little gifts of enjoyment, of celebration that aren't food related? Because when we care for ourselves in that way, and we're giving ourselves these opportunities to relax, unwind, to celebrate, to look forward to things in a non-food way, it makes it easier to feel in control around the food because we're not totally busy and stressed out. We're caring for ourselves. And really at the core of it, when we eat all the food, you know, when you have those Decembers where it feels like you just eat all the treats that are around, really your brain is trying to care for yourself. It's not eating the the treats to harm you. It's trying to help you feel better and enjoy your holiday. And so you can be intentional with that. You can start planning things that aren't food related, putting them on your schedule, honoring them, talking to family members and saying, hey, instead of having that huge meal, can we plan a family hike? Can we go bowling together? There's so many different things you could do. 
And so give yourself permission to kind of brainstorm and explore and think what else would be good. And during that, plan stuff for yourself to care for yourself. Because again, it's very easy for us as women physicians to reach the end of the holiday season feeling pretty like worn out because we're working. That doesn't usually go away. We're trying to juggle all the holiday events, getting ready for holidays, all that sort of stuff. And it's tiring unless you're caring for yourself. You need to create space for you in there. Okay, let me summarize our doable plan. Our plan for a doable plan. That makes me smile (laughs) this Saturday morning. I'm going to summarize our plan for creating a doable plan. Number one, decide what you want. What is your goal this holiday season? Number two, look at what events you have coming up. Write them down on a blank calendar so you visually can see how much of the calendar is taken up with events. Number three, decide which events and foods you want to enjoy. What ones are the true special ones? And give yourself permission. I'm going to enjoy them. I'm going to really savor these. Number four, decide which events you want to focus on healthy eating. Make a plan for those. How could I eat healthier at that event if it's not one of the ones where I want to just really indulge and enjoy food I don't normally eat? Number five, decide which holiday foods you're going to be okay with skipping or not eating. The ones that just aren't actually that great when you look at it. Remind yourself about those. I don't need those. They're not actually that good. If I really want something, I could find better. Number six, create a plan to celebrate in non-food ways. Plan things and put them in your calendar. If they're not in your calendar, they probably aren't going to happen. All right. I hope that that was helpful for you. I hope that you have an amazing holiday season. Um, If you could leave a review for this podcast. If you love this podcast, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen. So on whatever podcast platform you're listening, leave a review and remember to hit the button that says follow or subscribe so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're released. I really appreciate you listening every week. If you have any questions or comments, send me an email at info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.